Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness is built to take you further off the beaten path. It has 9.5 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus off-road wheels, rugged all-terrain tires, and advanced dual-function X-Mode to help get you through deep snow, gravel, and mud. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness. Adventure elevated. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, 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 coming down from the gallows and I don't have Welcome to Pittsburgh Steelers Six Pack of Facts or Fiction. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Along with me tonight, filling in for Zach Parnes, the Madrid kid who is on his way to studying abroad in Spain, but he will be back 
probably next week. But joining me tonight is the one and only from behind the still curtain, Tony DeFeo. Tony, how are you this evening? Hey, Brian. How's it going? Hey, Steeler Nation. Thanks for having me on tonight. You're very welcome. How could you not be feeling amazing this time of year? And this reminds me right now of a song that was in the top 40 30 years ago this week, one by one Billy Martin Joel called This Is The Time. This is the time to remember. These are the days to hold on to. And when you are in the playoffs, you just cherish these days. You know what? For me, I get depressed around January. I feel, I mean, it's freezing here on the East Coast where I am here in Maryland. I know in the Pittsburgh area and a lot of places where our listeners and Steeler Nation are, it's just, just frigid cold right now, and you're just, uh, you're just trying to get through the days, and nothing picks up a January like a Pittsburgh Steeler playoff run, Tony. Oh man, you you hit it right on the head. I, I, I've been saying that for years. Like when when they first missed the playoffs, and it was in 2012. It was it was such a depressing time when they lost to Cincinnati in Week 16. And uh, I, I've been I've been saying like I told my family the other day, whenever the Steelers make the playoffs, it's like an extended holiday. It's like you know you have Christmas, <laughs> you have New Year's, and then you have you have Steelers in the playoffs. Then when they don't make it, like what's really what's there to do in January except for like you said, shovel snow and you know wipe snow off your car every morning before you go to work. And just, and just wait for the draft. Let me tell you what yeah, exactly. six-pack of factor fi- Let me tell you what factor fiction is all about. And it's basically, basically this. We take bold statements regarding the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we debate them whether they're fact or fiction. And we want you to join in with us and just call in 347-850-8581. But please be patient. We're going to wait until we get through the sixth of the six-pack to hear from you. So please hang out, listen to the show in the queue, but we will definitely be glad to share the show with you. Uh, we depend on you to just tell us whether uh, I'm right or whether Tony's wrong. <laughs> but with that being said, <laughs> the show is brought to you by the one and only Frank Walker Law, one of the top 100 ranked trials attorneys, is Frank Walker for his Pennsylvania office called 412. 412- 212-3878, or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website. It's frankwalkerlaw.com to see how he can help you in your time of need. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, and real results. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers got real results the other day in the 30-12 to beating, revenge beating of the Miami Dolphins in rigid Heinz Field on Sunday, and it felt really good. As far as I'm concerned, this is the start of just a grand time. Feeling good about the Steelers right now. There's a lot to be said coming out of that game, a lot of points to debate. Tony, I'm going to ask you, what were your thoughts of the game on Sunday? Oh, I thought it was I thought it was a tremendous performance on uh, uh, offense and defense. I mean, special teams, eh, not so much, but yeah, as far as uh, how you want to win a, uh, a wild card game when you're when you're considered a Super Bowl favorite or a contender like they are, especially coming into the season, everybody thought they were going to get a, a bye, and then they had that little four game losing streak. I think the last thing they wanted to do was have to fight it out at home with a, a, a team that they were you know ten point uh, favorites over. So I think you know if you're a Steeler fan, a supporter, <laughs> you couldn't have asked for anything better. 
Well, you know, that's a very good point. Well, let's get on to the six-pack, Tony. We're going to start off with this one. Now, the Steelers said, and Mike Tomlin said the other day, that this was far from a perfect game for us. But my question is, the game against Miami is quite possibly, for the 2016 Steelers, their version of perfection, and it's as perfect as they are going to get. Tony, is that fact or is that fiction? Um, I'm going to go with fact on that one. I mean, the way they started the game, Miami was uh, – they were crowding the box. They had eight or nine in the box to stop the run. And they were using the uh, the short passes, and, and, and just like that, they had 14 points. Uh, with the, uh, Rossberger had like 180 yards, 10, 10 straight completions on his first two drives. And then uh, the third the third uh, drive, they, they, they ran Bell – on every on every uh, play, what ten plays, and just like that, it's twenty to three. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was definitely uh, maybe their their best performance of the season. I um, mean, you could probably say the the game against Kansas City, ironically enough, was the forty three to fourteen game might have been even better. But as far as uh, a, a playoff game, I don't think you, you could have asked for a better performance, Brian. It's so hot outside. Time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero. With air-conditioned lanes, ice-cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Well, you know what? I agree with you, and I'm actually going to go fact on this also, and here's the reason. This doesn't mean that this is the best that the Steelers are going to play, but it was a perfect game plan. They played it perfectly, and so I keep on saying the word perfect. And the reason I'm doing that is it's exactly what they set out to do. And for me, this was the most perfect performance they could have against a team that thoroughly embarrassed them on October 16th, a game that I was actually supposed to go down to Miami, and in the last couple of weeks I had to cancel the trip, and I'm thankful that I did because uh, – I would have been like Lawrence Timmons throwing up in the end zone. I would have been throwing up in my seat after that performance. <laughs> but the way that they built on that in the playoffs, they had that revenge, uh, that revenge chip on their shoulder that they just wanted to knock that monkey off their back, and they blamed that for being the start of the low point of their season. They really got back to what they needed to do. They said that the key to this game is to stop Jay Ajahi, and they definitely did. They were able to smack them in the mouth. The defense was swarming, five sacks. They just looked dominant. That was a perfect game for them because this is is a team that could be a Super Bowl champion, but it is an imperfect team. And that one of the glories of this team, just the fact that they're real. They are not going to go out and just, uh, you know, every single drive score. Um, every single drive dominate on defense. It's just not going to happen, Tony. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I mean, and, and, and let's let's be honest. I mean, there aren't very many teams that are perfect out there anyway. They're, every every team has flaws, and 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 we have to also consider the the uh, the, uh, the weather conditions on Sunday. I mean, it was it was pretty brutal. I mean, somebody said one of the players said it was the hardest turf that he ever played on, and you know, so I mean, we we have to. They got off to a, a, a huge start. And, and, and they were wise. Oh, I mean, they were mostly wise down the stretch with how they used Bell and, and just they used the running game in the, in the second half, uh, Brian. 
Okay, now, you said something right there, being wise down the stretch, and that leads us perfectly into number two. Ben Roethlisberger should have never been in position to get injured late in the game. Basically, he shouldn't have been in there. Tony, is that fact or fiction? That is fact, Brian. I mean, <laughs> if there's if there's any any fans and coaches and players who who uh, should know how injuries have basically wrecked the Steelers' postseason in, in the last two years, it, it would be you know Steelers fans, Mike Tomlin, his players. I mean, two years ago, their season was was basically wrecked. Their postseason when when Bell went down with the hyperextended knee. Now, I mean, he had to play in that game because it was uh, they were going for the division. And then last year they were um, decimated by injuries heading into the playoffs and then in the playoffs. So, I mean, after after the Dolphins a missed the two point conversion following their touchdown with six minutes to go and and b couldn't recover the onside kick. I mean, the game was over, thirty to twelve. It was like five fifty five left. They weren't coming back. You know, you put Landry Jones in. You have him hand off to D'Angelo Williams three times. If Miami calls all their timeouts. And, and you only blow 10 seconds off the clock, you know, or burn 10 seconds. So what? You punt the ball away. There's no way they were going to come back and win that game. Now, I will say this, in, in Tomlin's defense, he's not the only coach that does that. I mean, they all do it. it it's, it's, it's not the smartest thing in the world, but it's not like, you know, when he, when he went for the onside kick against Green Bay years ago in the fourth quarter with the lead. I mean, it, it's not like that radical. It's just something that all coaches do, and hopefully – uh, with this near this near scare of uh, on Sunday, and then what happened with Derek Carr a few weeks ago? Hopefully, coaches will be smarter in the future, Brian. Well, you know what? I I like what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but I'm actually going to disagree with you. I'm going to see fiction. Look, this is the NFL, and this is the playoffs, and I know it has completely changed with the fact that there's a threat of injuries. But you know what? You're darned if you do, and you're damned if you don't, if you go ahead and uh, bring in Landry Jones. Because, you know, you have I, – I realize that they're rolling and, and they're winning that game, but you might have a situation where fumbles one away, throws a pick six, and next thing you know, they're breathing down your neck. I think they wanted to get that one last, that one last nail in the coffin and, uh, you know, it backfired on them, but I had no problem. Because in the very next game, you had Aaron Rodgers throwing bombs like crazy in a 38 to I was a 38 to 13 win over uh, yeah. over the Green Bay Packers. So you know what? And that was uh, no one said a word about that. Um, it's just the fact that hindsight is 2020. If he doesn't get hurt, nobody's saying a thing. But I really had no problem, Tony. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. I would like to believe after four years in, in the system, I, Tomlin at his press conference today, he said that he wanted to keep Ben in there for like, you know, the pass run check. And, and I guess maybe to give the, uh, the keep the dolphins honest, and, you know, maybe if he's still in there, they, they might, you know, there's still the chance he, he might try to throw, but I, I'd like to think that, that, that Landry Jones could at least, you know, hand off three times or, or take three straight uh, snaps from center without, without um, uh, fumbling the ball. But, you know, like I said, it's all like you said, it's hindsight, and I just think it's annoying because this is one of their best playoff victories they've had in years. I mean, basically since the AFC Championship game against Denver in '06, and, and, and that's all we've been talking about for the last two days is is the, the near and, and rightfully so because it, it could have been it could have if if he if Roethlisberger 
suffer like a high ankle sprain or, you know, something that, that severe, I mean, they're done. I mean, you can, you can, back to my original point, you could probably get by with, with D'Angelo Williams if, if Le'Veon Bell is hurt as, as vital as he is to the team. And let's focus, he's the focal point of the offense right now, but you're not winning any games with Landry Jones, even if Le'Veon Bell is, is, is just starting at that running back line. Well, you know what? I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as far as the running back situation, yeah, take Le'Veon Bell and take him out uh, as soon as you feel that it's in check and you have D'Angelo Williams, so that's fine. Because the running back is not the, not really uh, going to be able to defend themselves as much as a quarterback. That was almost more of an ill-advised play than anything. Um, but that's just in Ben's DNA. That's Ben being Ben. He is not going to uh, he he's not going to do anything uh, less than a hundred percent. And so, you know, he was just out there being Ben, and it could have cost him. It looks like it's not going to. So that's actually a good thing. Um, we have we're rolling. We're uh, third of the way through the six pack, and we have some callers calling in. And we do appreciate that. We are going to get to you in just about 15, 20 minutes as soon as we get through with the six-pack, and then we will hear from you. And be sure to call in once again, 347-850-8581. But we will get to all of our calls, and we appreciate you calling in. So let's keep on going. The barrage of yards that Matt Moore and the Dolphins put up in the second half is of great concern going forward for the Steelers' defense. Fact or fiction? I'm going to go with fiction on that one, Brian. I mean – They've basically been playing that, that way for the last two years, the, 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 the bend but don't break. They're not – I mean, they've gotten a lot better this year. I think what they're like 12th in, against the pass. So it hasn't been as bad, you know, as far as giving up uh, passing yards. I mean, with Artie Burns and Sean Davis emerging as starters, it, it's gotten a lot better. And, and let's face it, they, they were they – were, their main focus, and you said it earlier, was start, uh, stopping the running back, Jay Ajayi, and they did that really well. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of what happened in the second half, that was just what you see typically in the NFL. A team gets up and, you know, I don't know if they – I'm not saying that they took their uh, – they were playing prevent defense or anything, but, but you know, the Miami's trying to pass more because, I mean, they had 33 yards rushing. I mean, they had no choice but to pass. They were one-dimensional at that point. But, I mean, the Steelers, uh, they did what they've been, they, they have been doing. I mean, they, they created turnovers in the red zone, you know, James Harrison <laughs> – with that, that sack at the end of the second quarter, that was huge. The strip sack that they recovered, and, and it could have been 20 to 13 or, or at the end of the uh, first half. And, you know, they, 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 they kept him out of the end zone until, until the game was uh, decided. So, no, I'm, I'm not really that concerned about that, Brian. And you know what? I'll keep this short and sweet, not concerned at all, because this is an NFL team that is very capable on the other side of the ball, and they were having a bad day, and they're going to start throwing the ball and throwing the ball, and you're going to complete those intermediate and short passes, especially to a guy like uh, Jarvis Landry. I predicted going to the, the game that Jarvis Landry was going to have over 10 catches and over 100 yards because that's just the game that Miami plays, and that's the game that Kansas City plays too. So if, uh, if you keep Travis Kelsey out of the end zone, but he has over 100 yards and 10 catches. I'm pretty happy with that because it's just going to happen. They're going to extend plays that way, but you still have to uh, shut them down when it counts, and that's exactly what the Pittsburgh Steelers did. So, you know, 
as far as they did, that was a very good game plan on defense. Really excited about the defense going forward. I mean, if I had to put a, a defensive game ball, that might be tough because I'd want to throw one to James Harrison. Then I'd want to throw one to Bud Dupree. Then Ryan Shazier mm-hmm. and Lawrence Timmons and even Stephon Tuitt. And, I mean, I'd throw one towards Mike Mitchell. So it was an entire defensive you know, the defense stood strong the whole way through. So with that being said, we are at the halfway point of Steelers six-pack of Factor Fiction, brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain for all your Steelers' needs, and Frank Walker Law. And let's hear from Smart Frank Walker. or stupid. Those strobing lights in your rear view, that flashlight shining in your face. License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy. Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, real results. So we're blasting through the six-pack, feeling good as we're doing it. And let's get to number four. And it's all about, seems like the the same thing we've been having all year except for a couple of weeks, and it's the absence of Ladarius Green. Ladarius Green, Tony, will not play for the Steelers in the current postseason whatsoever. Is that fact or fiction? I'm going to have to go with fact. I mean, when, when did he uh, sustain his concussion? It was against the uh, the Bengals on the 18th. And, I mean, if, yep. he, if he's still not – if he's still not re- recovered uh, three weeks later, and you know, in, in, if you go back to the beginning of the year, all the rumors about the concussions that he suffered in 2014 and 2015, you know, I think they're going to err on the side of caution. I mean, it, it's a shame to say because he, he could be such he could add such a great element to that offense. I mean, he could he could take the pressure off of Antonio Brown, but no, I, I don't I don't see him. Uh, what does Mike Tomlin always say in these situations? I wouldn't let my kid play, so I'm not going to let him play. And I, I just don't see um, them letting uh, Green play. Like maybe the Super Bowl if they if they make it that far, but that would be about it, Matt Brian. You know what? I, I don't expect to see him this week. Um, you know, by the good graces, if they go ahead and get through, um, maybe in the AFC Championship game if they can get through. Hey, at least they are erring on the side of caution of, of this guy. And you know what? I'm not going to complain about not seeing a guy if uh, they're worried about their head and the well-being of not a football player but of a man. And, uh, you know, they're looking at him as a human being, and I like that, um, whether it be the league or the team. You know, the team didn't like what they saw um, last week. He practiced Thursday, practiced Friday. I mean, excuse me, practiced uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And on Friday, at the end of practice on Thursday, they didn't like the, what they saw, so they kept him out on Friday. So if that's the way it has to be, that's the way it has to be. Love to have him in there, but I'd rather have a guy with a, a clear head. And, I mean, I go back to the 18th against Cincinnati. That was just, just a horrendously dirty hit once again, mm-hmm. um, in my yeah. opinion. And, uh, and it's just the uh, – the thuggery of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, and that um, is probably for another day. But I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. But uh, you know, Tony, I'm I'm just going to say that uh, I don't expect to see him 
but uh, I'm not gonna I'm gonna say a loose fiction and say that uh, he will quite possibly uh, play if the Steelers uh, go beyond this week. Well, I, I I hope you I hope you're right as far as like the Steelers, uh, um, you know, as far as how it, it would certainly benefit the Steelers to have him back. So, in this case, I, I certainly hope you're right in this fiction. He does play. He's probably not going to play this week, but like like you said, if they make it past this week, hopefully New England, you know, because that would that would really give them a dimension that 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 they they sorely need. I mean, they're doing fine right now. They have the best wide receiver, the best running back, a great line, one of the best quarterbacks. But I mean, they sure could use another uh, downfield threat to take the uh, pressure off of Antonio Brown, uh, Brian. You definitely agree. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs have some great threats at tight end and at re- at receiver. So I want to talk about them in number five, Travis Kelsey, the tight end, not the rookie phenom Tyreek Hill is the biggest Kansas City threat to the Steelers' chances of moving on. Is that fact or fiction? Uh, this is a tough one. I've been thinking about this all day. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, fiction. I mean, uh, it's like you said earlier, Travis Kelsey is probably going to get his catches. I mean, you know, he, he's their number one target, 85 catches during the year. And, it's, you know, if they can make it like, like they did against the Giants, you know, where, where Odell Beckham had 10 catches for 100 yards, but he barely even noticed it, you know, then the Steelers are going to come out on top or, you know, ahead in that in that uh, matchup. But um, with, with Hill, the way, the way Pittsburgh's uh, uh, special teams coverage has been lately, uh, I mean, what, in, in January in Kansas City, the only way you can neutralize uh, – you know, Hill's uh, return um, game is to kick it out, kick it through the end zone, and you're not going to be able to do that with the elements. So, I mean, I envision, uh, you know, a lot of uh, instances where, where he's he's catching the ball at the uh, very edge of the goal line or at the five-yard line and then, you know, look out, you know. And as far as, um, you know, even if they try to, to directional kick it, you know, if it goes out of bounds, you're at the 40. So I think, uh, you know, Hill's, Hill's uh, going to be a bigger factor, uh, Brian. You know what? I agree with you completely on this one. Um, you know, Travis Kelsey is going to get his catches, and he is Gronk-like, and he can kill you. But if you could keep him in check and just not let him kill you on big ones, you're okay. It's going to be a lot tougher to keep a guy like Tyreek Hill down. You know, uh, they didn't exactly do it the last time. He did return one against the Pittsburgh Steelers in week four. Um, however, it was called back, but it was still the fact that he uh, was able to turn the corner and get free, and uh, he may have been able to do that without the benefit of that penalty there. Um, so this guy is just absolutely dangerous. If this was 10 years ago and it was 2006, you would call this guy Devin Hester. That's exactly yep. who he is right now. He is just dynamic. Every, In fact, I think he's more than Hester because he's more of a threat offensively um, as far as a running back or a wide receiver because Hester was a defensive back uh, that they converted over to receiver, but it was really never much of a threat outside of being a return man. This guy is everything. Um, it's almost like uh, if he can throw the ball, he would be like Cordell Stewart was back in uh, 1995, <laughs> the ultimate slash yeah. player, because the, this guy is absolutely tremendous um, as far as, 
as it goes on the football field, and I think he's very dangerous. Tell me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I, I'm envisioning this game being like a classic. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter, and, and all it could take is just one play on special teams, and, and, and we're talking about one of the most devastating losses in franchise history because that's what you, you do it right after a, a depressing playoff loss. And, and, it, it, um, and, and you're right, you know, Devin Hester couldn't do anything on offense. He was basically a non-factor. And, and this guy, you know, a quick bubble screen or, or just a screen pass period. And, you know, now, now you're counting on, you know, uh, tackling in the open field. And, and that's not um, – they, they've been good in that regard, but they've also had some bad games in that regard. If you, if you remember the Philadelphia game where they, um, they, they had uh, several um, uh, uh, big plays against them because they, 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 they dismissed wow, uh, so many tackles in that game, uh, Brian. Yeah, and tackling is going to be a, a huge thing in this game. Well, we have one more to go before we get to our callers. So, callers, thanks for being patient. We're going to get to you in just a moment, and we're going to do number six right now. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Look, we talked about this at the beginning, the revenge factor that the Pittsburgh Steelers hung their hats on after week six now is on the other foot. Will that guide KC to a win? And uh, so it's basically KC has it now. KC has the revenge factor. Is it going to mean that KC wins this game because they need revenge over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is that fact or fiction? That's uh, fiction, uh, Brian. I, I would like to think that in January, you know, that they, they wouldn't need any more incentive to win a game other than, you know, you want to make it to the Super Bowl. It's like what, uh, what uh, Joe Namath told uh, his coach, uh, Weed Eubank, uh, after he made his guarantee and, and Weed Bank uh, was uh, – uh, I'm sorry, Eubank was uh, – um, he was concerned about rallying the Colts up. He said, if they, if they need something, if they need incentive at this point, then they are in trouble. So, you know, in, 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 this, in, in situations like this, I'd, I'd rather be the team that is coming off of a, essentially a 43-point win because it was 43 nothing, I think, before Kansas City scored a couple of late touchdowns than, than the team, you know, looking for revenge, Brian. You know what? I will, uh, I will agree with that one, too, that, you know, that does not actually equate to the win. I don't think revenge was the only reason the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday either. Um, I think, I know they were fired up, but I think you need to be more fired up about the quest for the Super Bowl and the quest to move on than just getting revenge for an embarrassment 
earlier on in the season. Well, with that being said, we have reached the end of the six-pack. Once again, we want to hear from you. So we're going to do open phones right now. Call in 347-850-8581. And we're going to go to our first caller. And welcome to Fact or Fiction. You're on with Brian and Tony. Who's this? Good evening, gentlemen. Mito Manko from New Jersey. How are you? Vito, great to hear from you. I figured that was your area code, but I don't know it as well as Jeff, so I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great to hear from you, Vito. What's going on? I was just thinking about something. Last year, if you remember, we went to Denver to play with Peyton Manning. Is Arrowhead any different than going to Denver as far as loudness and as far as being on the road? Because I would think that's a tough place to play as well, and it's got that elevation issue. That's not easy on a lot of teams and a lot of players. What are your thoughts? Well, you know what? That is, you're absolutely right. In fact, I think that is probably a tougher place to play than Kansas City just for the fact that, yeah, it is loud. You have that sea of orange, and they are absolutely crazy there in Denver. But that elevation makes it so much tougher. It was even so bad in the past for you know a, a player like Ryan Clark Remember about five years ago, um, where we just had the anniversary of the uh, the dreaded Tim Tebow game, and uh, Ryan Clark mm-hmm. didn't play in that game because of his sickle cell anemia, and because of the elevation, could have meant that it could have meant very bad things, um, up to even death for him, and uh, held him out of that game for that reason. Um, so that's a very tough place to play. So, you know, I think that places are. I mean, I don't want to say that it's Code advantage in the playoffs is overrated, but you saw it last year in the wild card round where three out of the four visiting teams went ahead and won. If if I'm not if I'm correct on that, or was it all four last year that won? I mean, in the wild card round. So um, it's just the quality of the team now and um, how you are rolling at this time of year. So I think this is a game that actually the Steelers are set up nicely for and here's an interesting stat and I don't know how far this goes back but I believe in the last four playoff games at home for the Kansas City Chiefs they are 0-4 and the last time they won was 1993 against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the wild card round with Joe Montana um, scoring in the final seconds I believe uh, the end of overtime if I'm not mistaken, I think it went late in the overtime in that game, and the Chiefs beat the Steelers. Uh, um, that's exactly right. But yeah. that, that's a, is that correct? Oh, yeah, that was the uh, the game where they were up uh, 17-7 at the half and I think 24-17 in the, in the final moments, and, and, and uh, Montana hit a, a touchdown, on, I think it was on fourth down, and, and, and then they um, they lost in overtime, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that okay. was, that was so the game I, where – So this is an unbeatable team at home. Um, so you can go ahead. I mean, excuse me, not an unbeatable team at home. So um, they're going to be fired up, Vito, and they're going to be, I mean, the, the crowd's going to be excited. They did have that bye week, makes them extra dangerous. But I think at this point, I think this is a, a lot different of a, team, a Pittsburgh Steelers team than what we saw eight weeks ago. Or I guess uh, let's say 12 weeks ago when the losing streak started, 
Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Tony, what are your thoughts? Uh, I agree. I mean, it's like ten, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, Tanjokin always says about about playoff crowds. I mean, they get bored pretty fast, and and, and the best way to take a to make a crowd uh, quiet is just to get up early, and especially in the playoffs. You know, you're up seven nothing, ten nothing. I mean, you know, if, if you're sitting in Heinz Field and the Steelers are down by seven or ten points in the playoffs, you're going to be saying, "Uh oh, here we go. What's going? You know, it's just going to be that kind of game." So, you know, the best way to um, to, to take the crowd out is to uh, get up quick, you know, and then and then use uh, Le'Veon Bell against, you know, a, a, a pretty a pretty average uh, run defense. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a tough place to play. I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, I, I'd be kidding myself if I said otherwise. But they lost uh, to what? They lost to Tampa Bay and they lost to Tennessee at home down the stretch. So it's not like uh, going to New England and trying to trying to win there. Uh, Brian. And hopefully we have that problem um, next week when we're worrying about uh, winning in New England. Bita, what do you think about that? Well, I, I agree with you. That's why I brought up Denver because I know that we've played in Denver for the playoffs several times. And uh, last year, if you remember the game in Denver, we've spoken about it. We were so close to, uh, you know, victory. I mean, we, we pretty much held them in check until the fourth quarter and then, uh, because that bad break, and that—that's when the game just kind of got away with us. So, I mean, I don't think it's yeah, they, 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 going there. Yeah, they were the better team. I mean, in, in many ways, they were—they were the better team in that game. And you know, I like to think you know, had Bell or even Williams been available for that game, or and, and obviously Brown, that it would have been a, a different outcome. So, hopefully, <laughs> this is a this is a, a team on a roll. It's a, a, it's, it's uh, for the most part healthy. And I, re- I really like your chances this week, Brian, in that, in you know, that as, game. As far as storybooks go, this is that was the kind of game and the kind of postseason last year that, that actually set up the season um, because of the fact that uh, D'Angelo Williams was not in that game, Le'Veon Bell was not in that game. Um, you didn't have Antonio Brown. You had a uh, Ben Roethlisberger that was uh, with that shoulder that um, – was injured the week before in the wild card game. Um, you had him all beat up. So it sort of set up the narrative for this year, and it's still uh, ringing true. Now, I have, uh, with the holiday season just just ending, um, the week of Christmas, see, I have a seven-year-old daughter, which means that uh, when you have a seven-year-old daughter that you're uh, – you're building dollhouses like two days before Christmas (laughs) and I was bored and I was doing that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go to YouTube and type in Pittsburgh Steelers and see what pops up. And that game popped up. The Steelers and Denver game popped up. So it was, the commercials were taken out. So here it is two o'clock in the morning. I'm with a wrench in my hand and, uh, and watching the Steelers play the, uh, the Broncos. And I was still amazed how well they played and how it was an ill-timed fumble that kept them from from um, advancing to the championship game and uh, ultimately the Super Bowl. But I also like to think that that has helped setting up the run this year. And I've said it all season long, Vito, you've heard me say it on both shows, that I just think this is a special team this year. And um, I, I know I, I wavered from that during the losing streak because I, I was uh, – getting frustrated just as everybody else is, but I'm seeing it once again with these fellows. So I want to ask you, 
Um, we value your, your opinion. Jeff always says that you're a Hall of Fame caller, and I definitely agree with that. So I want you to tell us what you think is going to happen this weekend and actually beyond. Well, I think it's going to be a tight game. I think if Pittsburgh wins this game, it's going to be because they stay balanced and because Ben doesn't force anything. I mean, there's no need to force anything. I mean, if we get behind, I don't think this is a team where Alex Smith is the type of guy that's going to light you up 40 passes and, 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 and throw the ball deep tremendously a lot. So I think the game's going to stay close. I think our advantage is going to be if we basically, you know, do what we need to do on special teams, you know, get good field position. Um, I don't think they have a great running game from my understanding. And the other thing is going to be, you know, does the, you know, will our offensive line do a good job of protecting Ben? They did a great job last year against the Broncos. I mean, you get pretty good pass rushes on the KC team as well. But then again, we've faced plenty of teams with good pass rushes, you know, over the last uh, several weeks. And I think uh, the offensive line has held their own. They've done a pretty good job. And you know what? Somebody on that offensive line that does have proof in this game is Alejandro Villanueva. Now, uh, we've said it, and Jeff mentioned it yesterday, that when you don't hear a lineman's name, it's it's better. But last year when they played when they played Kansas City, that was his first career start and struggled mightily in that game against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I have a feeling he is just aching to play this game and looking for redemption in this game. So the redemption side of the ball is on uh, some members of the Steelers my uh, Steelers side too. So I can see that uh, as as being very important to him going back to uh, I'll call it the scene of the crime, but where he had a rocky first start. I think Alejandro is just playing very well right now, and he is dialed in the entire line is dialed in, and if they keep that going, that that's that's the kind of unit that could really fuel a Super Bowl run. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell is getting a lot of attention right now for being patient, for being able to stand up and pick his spots, and it's something we've seen the his entire career from him, the potential, but we've seen it more this year because the line is the one that is making that possible. You didn't see it as much before. You saw traces of it. Now you're seeing it all the time, and that's because these guys are holding onto their blocks. They're finishing all the way to and past the whistle. So it's, it's very exciting to see. So that line, I agree with you, it's a major factor. And if they could just corral Tyreek Hill and not let him go off, then they're going to be in pretty good shape, you know. Hey, let's see what happens, right? You got it. And I hope that uh, we are celebrating like Cool in the Gang next week. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> Sounds like a point. <laughs> well, thanks as always, Vito. We appreciate your time. Yes. Thanks, Vito. Week. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good night. Hey, sports fans. Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event. 
even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Thank you, Rita. Tony, I got to tell you, that is, that right there is one of the Hall of Fame callers on our show. Just the uh, the one guy that uh, you could always count on um, with, uh, he, with he a great take. Stuff, and, uh, yeah, just and, and soothing, too. And we do have a lot of great callers, and I have a feeling we have another one on the line right here. 803, you're on the line, area code 803. You're on with Tony and Brian. Yeah, this is Mike, man, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mike, how are you? I'm from Charlotte. Good yeah, to hear from yeah, you. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, man, die hard, still a fan, been one since 1971. You know what I'm saying? If you cut me you know right what? now, I believe you cut me right now, I believe black and gold. <laughs> you know, I believe we talked to you uh, maybe, maybe about eight weeks ago or so. You called in before, right? Yeah, but I didn't know you could talk. You know, I, I kept hearing you say something, but uh, I didn't know you could really talk, you know. But uh, I'm thinking I'm feeling real good about my story. You know what I'm saying? If, if our defense play like it played Sunday, <clears throat> and don't let the big plays get out like whole Tyreek Hill, Hold him, get to hold him down, get to hold him down, if if we can. And I, if our secondary get on, and if they're talking about playing Justin Gilbert, you know, where let him shadow Kelsey. I mean, not, yeah, Kelsey. And, you know, I think, I, I think you know, we ain't going to worry about the mood like, uh, uh, what's his name? Macklin. We ain't going to worry about Macklin. I think, I think we can pull this out. You know well, what? I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, and being quit forcing things, you know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah. I had, I had, you know, I, I, I don't like him trying. I mean, he got the arm. I mean, he was Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, okay, let it come to him. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't there, get rid of it. Throw it away. You know, if it ain't there, just don't force it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what? Um, I think that's something that's uh, just in his DNA to just uh, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, he got keep on making he, plays. Yeah, he got the big arm, and, 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 and you know, and, and when he get when it, when the field tore up, he, he he go back to playground ball. You know, just like we played in Sandlot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I I love it. I love Big Ben. You know what I'm saying? That's my man. You know what I'm saying? The killer bees. Mike, I'm gonna ask you, Mike, and I'm gonna ask Tony too. So, I I always gunslinger, and um, so who does he remind you of in the history of football as far as passers? And uh, I know you've been a fan for a long time. Yeah, um, who Dan Fouts. National Football Dan, League. Dan Fouts. Dan, Dan Fouts. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah, Dan Fouts. You I know, Dan that. he he gonna keep gonna keep slamming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, I, I remember when I was first becoming a Steeler fan in uh, in 1979, 1980, and watching South oh, just come well, in and I, completely I, destroy I, I, the Steelers. I, I, you, know, you know what? 
I was a fan of when they when they had uh, Terry Hanred. Terry Hanred had Hanred was the quarterback. <laughs> French Fuqua. French, yep. French, French Fuqua was the running back. You know what I'm saying? He was the feature back. We didn't have Franco then. Yeah, but then you have, know what? I, I have... actually, I got to tell you a story. I actually had an opportunity to drive Frenchie to the airport um, about what? nine years ago, oh, and um, wow, I, I had a buddy who. Uh, who had him in an autograph show, and I was there, and they're like, Frenchie needs a ride back. I'm like, I'll be glad to take him. And I can tell you, one of the nicest of guys that I have ever met in my life. And he was just a... Look, I bet you didn't tell you about the Michael Catch, did it? Oh, of course he would not. He was like, I'm not telling you. He'll take that to the grave. He'll take that to the grave. That'd be quite the scoop if he did. But you know what? He's uh, I have a feeling that because he was telling me, you know, like ESPN offered me a hundred thousand dollars to come in uh, and yeah. tell me exactly. Uh, he said, uh, I, "I'm not doing it." I uh, uh I can actually see him with. if it if it gets the fiftieth anniversary, I can see him actually doing it. But he's having too much fun with it. He's actually sold yeah, like yeah, chocolate yeah. bars called the immaculate. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so, yes, but one of the all-time great Steeler personalities, and uh, a lot of people need to, uh, uh, if you don't know Frenchie, Google him, look at images of this guy. He was just the, the ultimate 70s showman. And, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nice, yes, sir. One of the nicest you know, guys you've ever met. Uh-huh. And, and I, he was, I, a, he I was a character. Yes, sir. Oh, oh Frenchie. Yeah, oh, and, and I tell you what, and, and, and you know, per- and, just the personality of the boot. So, Tony, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, who who does Ben remind you of? As oh, as uh, John Elway. Uh, John Elway, no, que- no question. John Elway from, you know, I mean, that was his boyhood idol for one thing. And, and I mean, he plays a lot like him. He doesn't have quite the arm that Elway did. But, uh, I mean, the, the way that he can make plays uh, happen when he runs out of the pocket, I mean, that's like that's, – there's nobody better right now in the last ten years of his entire career, really. Nobody. I mean, when he when he when he breaks, and I read about this in the summer when he when he um, breaks in the clear and he's you know rolling left or right and you know he's gonna he's gonna throw downfield. Uh-huh. I mean, you stand up and you, he always you just stand up. Field. Yeah, you yeah. stand up. He's like he, he, he's like a punt returner in that regard. When when a, when a punt returner breaks into the clear uh-huh. and you stand up and he's, you know because you know he's gonna go all the way. That's how it is with uh, with uh, Big Ben. When he breaks left or right, and you know he's looking downfield. Yeah, you know, yes, sir. There's a pretty good chance that something's going to happen. And, and 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 the chemistry him and Antonio got Antonio Brown. Ain't oh, no like doubt. In, ain't nothing like that in the NFL. Not nowhere. Nope. Nope. nowhere. When I was like, yeah, you, you could say that about a, a quarterback receiver combo from the Steelers. I mean, the best in the NFL. Yes, I, I would go along with that. The best combo. Yes, sir. And that's yeah, why I, I'm saying right now that I, this is a special team. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm thinking so. We 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 rounding in, you know, like Shakespeare. He oh, the old man Debo. He 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 he's stepping up. You know what I'm saying? But Debo, you know, he he. I think he he the straw to stir the defense soup. You know. <laughs> you are not he, kidding when you say that. He is no, the heart of that team, and he is uh, he's another coach. On that yeah, team, yeah, yeah, um, yes, sir. 
And he takes those guys to Arizona in the offseason, makes them work out. They play uh, a version of volleyball with a medicine ball, and he has the uh, young guys doing it. And he's just absolutely. But you know what? I I like to see him keep up. I like to see him still, you know, really just with a friendly, uh, friendly, uh, team friendly contract. I like to see him keep uh, Jarvis Jones. I like to see him keep Jarvis Jones. because he, he, he ain't going to be no edge rusher. He ain't going to be no edge rusher, but he, he, he's, a, he, he's a viable player, you know? He's, uh, if it's team-friendly, yeah, I, I can see that right now. But the guy that uh, – another guy, we're talking about uh, old work, war horses on that team, and I can't believe I'm saying this about Lawrence Timmons, but – being an old yeah. war horse, but that guy, uh-huh. that guy is rejuvenating. He, 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 ball, he, ball, he balling out his head. He balling out his head, man. So, so I yeah, mean, I mean, there's, there's something special about this team. Bud Dupree, I'm loving Bud Dupree right now. Um, and I, 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 a lot know, of you the, know what? Uh, the defense's fortunes were him coming back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know what? I'm looking. I'm. I'm. I'm looking to. The, the, to see a seven or uh, seven clover picked up this year, you know. Mm-hmm. If, if, uh, we, if we if we get there, Kansas City, we gonna beat New England in New England. And I, that, that's my, I my, love my, my good word. I, I hope that's correct. Yeah, I, I, I want to thank you, Mike, for calling in. I okay. greatly appreciate it, and uh, hopefully yes, we're sir. celebrating yes. next week. So make sure you call us yes. back. All right. Yes, sir. I will. I will. I will. And uh. All right. Go Steelers. Enjoy my party. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go, Steelers. Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Take care, Mike. (laughs) Yes, sir. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Love it. That was was great. You know, um, my kind of fan. Well, yeah, that is my kind of fan. You know, we, we get the fans that are fairly new that, uh, that, uh, don't even know past, uh, don't even know the '90s, and we we know the fans that that know the heritage of the team, and it's great to have such a diverse fan base. Um, see, I go back to the the '70s. I know you do too, Tony, and and yeah. uh, then it was such a glorious ride, and I'm just feeling something special about this team right now, and I'm feeling good. And you know, we usually do a bonus, um, but we're going to do a different kind of bonus this week. We're going to still talk Steelers. Uh, we usually do something uh, called a question that has nothing to do with the Steelers, but it's still fun to de- debate anyways. But we're not going to do that. We're going to debate the Steelers one more thing. Something came up today, and Le'Veon Bell, who is a very special player and uh, doing revolutionary things, and he wants to revolutionize the game, but he compared himself to an NBA revolutionary, uh, a current player right now, and so I'm going to ask you, fact or fiction, Le'Veon Bell is the NFL's equivalent to the NBA's Steph Curry, as Le'Veon thinks. Is that fact or fiction? Uh, I'll go with fact there. I mean, um, <laughs> I don't think there's anybody in, in, in the league right now that can match, match him offensively as far as what he, what he can do, uh, both running the ball and catching it out of the backfield. I mean, he's just – he's – I. Ben Roethlisberger, I was I was listening to his uh, his uh, his weekly show today uh, when, when I was driving to work, and, and he said like, his patience when he 
there, there are some some uh, moments in a game where it looks like he's just standing still before he before he breaks left or right or straight ahead. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard it's hard to disagree there with him. If he wants to compare himself to Steph Curry, that's fine by me, uh, Brian. You know what? I uh, I have lost to say facts too. He's doing some things that we haven't seen from the running back position in a long time. Um, maybe since. I mean, if you want to talk recent times, maybe uh, since Marshall Falk, um, with just the ability to uh, just completely take over a game at the running back position. But the fact that the line is opening up the hole that he is able to be so methodical. And methodical is not something you think about when you think about an NFL running back. And he's just carrying it up. And it's got to the point against a pretty good front line of Miami. I mean, uh, you have Wake, you have Sue, you have those guys up there, um, some big bodies in the middle, even Branch. Um, Tito Alonso, a great tackler, and it just seemed that every time he touched the ball that, you know, he's going to get 10 on this. He's going to get 10 on this. Yeah. He's going to get 10 on this. I mean, and it just seemed like he was just tearing it off, and it, it just looked like child's play out there. And I, it was just, it was just a sight to see. And he's rolling right now. If if he if he just could keep healthy, and this team keeps yeah. healthy, we're going to see some special teams. So I'm going to go ahead and say facts. I think he is revolutionizing the running back position also. So uh, that's our bonus for the evening. So Tony, your final thoughts. Let's just uh, go ahead and say your final facts for the night. What are you thinking about this weekend? And uh, what are you thinking, my friend? Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel really good about this game. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Obviously, how can you, you know, you go to Kansas City and try to blow them out like they blew them out at Heinz Field? I don't see that happening. But, but um, if they can exploit that secondary like they did uh, in, in Week Four, early on, and like I said uh, before, get up early, like ten or fourteen points, and then just uh, run bell the rest of the game. You know, I could see them winning this game like 28-17. You know, I mean, obviously the X factor, the wild card would be, um, like we talked about before, Tyreek Hill doing something on special teams or them, Kansas City, blocking a punt. You know, I mean, that's, that's happened to Pittsburgh this year in, in the Baltimore game. But uh, as long as uh, Roethlisberger doesn't, doesn't uh, <laughs> throw any of his uh, inexplicable picks like he has been recently, in Kansas City leads the league in uh, takeaways in 33. I think they'll be okay. I think that's as long as they play their game and 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 they're mistake free, relatively. Uh, I think they're going to win. Brian, I I agree with you completely. Uh, this is what I'm thinking: if they can go ahead and put pressure on a guy like Alex Smith, just in the same manner that they were able to put the pressure on Matt Moore. They should be fine. And that X factor is Tyreek Hill. So I am sure that guys like Shazier are going to be uh, watching him um, when they're lining up on offense. And on uh, you need to have a guy shadowing him on and make sure that they are on him like, like flypaper on, uh, on mm-hmm. special teams. So this is number 10. This is the guy to watch. This is the guy that could really make it happen. Well, with, with that being said, I really think that uh, Pittsburgh can go to Kansas City and uh, you know, they're not going to blow them out, but have a nice methodical win 
maybe uh, somewhere around 27 to 23. That would be nice. I would take that yeah. and move on to New England. But I like the uh, I like the old 2005 Bill Cower approach, and I hope they're they're uh, keeping keeping sight of the fact that it's one game at a time. So uh, that's what my hope is, and I think the Steelers can go ahead and do that. So it's going to be a very exciting weekend, and uh, we're going to be back to it hopefully next week in a celebratory tone and uh, looking on to the New England Patriots. But let's go ahead to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs first. Once again, Tony, thanks for joining us in Fact of Fiction tonight. Thanks for having me, Brian. It, 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 was, it was my pleasure, we, and, and, and I, I can't wait till, for this Sunday. All right, I can't wait either. So, for Tony DeFeo, in for Zach Parnes, the Madrid kid, I am Brian Anthony Davis. Factor Fiction was brought to you by Behind the Still Curtain and Frank Walker Law. And remember, Behind the Still Curtain, for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs, playoff time, there's so much of it. You're going to get stuff on the hour like crazy, so make sure you check it out. So, once again, for Tony, I'm Brian, and that's a fact, Jack. Go Steelers. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Aloha, I'm Clifford from Yamanoa Safeway. Can't decide what to eat? Whether it's lunch or dinner, you'll find a perfect meal in the Safeway Deli. Handcrafted sandwiches, fresh sushi prepared by our in-house chefs, signature salads, our famous fried chicken and tenders. Add a side like creamy mashed potatoes or mac and cheese, all fresh and ready to go every day. Stop by this week to get a hot deal on rotisserie chicken, only $5.88 each with in-and coupon. This is Clifford from Manoa Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Ashley Carmen. I'm Caitlin Tiffany. We're the hosts of Why'd You Push That Button, the Verge's show about all the choices technology forces us to make. We're back for season three, talking about questions like, why do you delete your tweets? And why do you type in lowercase letters that make you seem like a serial killer? <laughs> and why are you on an exclusive dating app? You're not that special. <laughs> We're releasing a new episode every Wednesday, and you can find us anywhere you typically find podcasts, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. So go ahead and subscribe and check us out.